Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. This is the first hour on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. He's the head coach of the reigning Super Bowl champs. Bruce Arians will stop by in about 15 minutes. Hall of Famer Jim Nance will join us. We'll check in with the New York Giants. Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes will join us a little bit later on. And the voice of the Yankees, Michael Kay from the Yes Network, will join us as well. You know what's interesting? You got shows that never talk about baseball, but they're talking about baseball saying, why a one-game playoff, the Yankees and the Red Sox? Well, if this was Tampa and Toronto, no one would say a damn word. We're phony. Oh, you should have a three-game set. By the way, ESPN tried to sell the hell out of this game, and they keep showing highlights from about 15 years ago. When, when, the, when the rivalry actually mattered with, you know, Pedro Martinez, you know, pushing a coach down on the ground. I, okay. I mean, how about some Jason Veritek highlights here? Bucky dead, one game playoff. Okay. Everybody wants a three game playoff. Now, the Dodgers are involved and Cardinals a one game playoff. All right. If this is the Padres uh, against a throw out a team, would we be saying that? And the answer is no. So now we see who's playing, and you're like, it's got to be three games. Now, I said three. It didn't matter who was involved because I thought three for revenue's sake since you lost all that revenue the previous year. Make some money back, certainly for these teams, the league, three games. But one game playoff, that's what it is. And these are the teams that are involved, and that's why there's this outcry that we have to have a three-game series. Trust me. Tampa and Toronto, you would hear the following. Why not just have a one-game playoff? Get it over with. Yes, Todd. 
Or just play seven innings, pretend it's the same game of a doubleheader <laughs> or something. We don't need to go the whole nine. All righty. You can get in touch with the program a variety of ways. You can dial us up, email, tweet, all the above. Say good morning to our radio affiliates. Our uh, streaming partner is Peacock. Download the app, watch for free. Sign up for the DP Show newsletter available daily around 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. You can uh, go to danpatrick.com. Just enter your email address in the box that slides out bottom right corner. You're good to go. Get a recap of uh, the day's events. By the way, this program brought to you by the great folks at Panini Trading Cards, the official trading card partner of the Dan Patrick Show. Hottest rookies, biggest superstars, all-time greats. Only one place to collect them all. Panini Trading Cards. For instant classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and the hottest rookie cards. Start or continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net. Chargers Raiders game being delayed for lightning, even though it's indoors. There were plenty of jokes last night. Of course, the team known as the Lightning Bolts would have that kind of delay. The Raiders came in 3-0, and but all those flaws came out in prime time, certainly in the first half. Couldn't protect Derek Carr, and they couldn't stop Justin Herbert. The uh, Los Angeles Chargers won by 14. Now the Chargers, Raiders, and Broncos tied atop the AFC West at 3-1. and Chargers have already knocked off Kansas City, and they look like they're a far more complete team than everybody else in the division. You know, you might play in Southern California where just a bit of weather and it shuts down everything, but uh, it's not their fault. It's not reflective of the way the Chargers play. They're tough on both sides of the ball, and they're going to be a tough out moving forward. You, uh, you had sort of the tale of two halves there. The Chargers, I thought, were more in a prevent style in the second half, and the Raiders came back. And Justin Herbert talked about, you know, these are the kind of games the Chargers used to lose. Here's Herbert on closing out the Raiders. That's one of those games that, you know, we might not have won last year, but it's great to see from the defense going out there and, and holding them down and uh, the offense going down and scoring. And it's great when you can leave the game at a two-score position. So I thought it was big for us to go down and score. And- Here's the Chargers head coach, Brandon Staley. What's expressed itself through four weeks is that the AFC West is loaded. We've got four really, really good teams. It's just one of those divisions where a lot of good football is being played. There's a lot of good coaches and there's a lot of premium players, a lot of good quarterbacks and really good defenses. So as the season goes on, it's going to be one of the premium divisions in football. Yes, it is. And you got a young coach, you got a young quarterback, and usually that's a great pairing to have. John Gruden talked about what happened in the first half. Uh, we cannot come out and uh, take that many punches in the first round. And that was ridiculous tonight. They got on us and they got after us in all three phases. And uh, we found a way to make it a football game and give ourselves a chance. But it's just too hard in this league against good teams. Yeah, he's right. But the Chargers are a good team. But we've been down this road before. This is four weeks. Let's wait. I know I, I, I'm the voice of reason and probably, you know, this isn't the kind of take you're supposed to have. It felt like a little bit more of a coronation. You have a standalone game. We love these standalone games to all of a sudden have a referendum, a strong opinion on a team. Chargers are good, but they're in a competitive division. You know, the Raiders are going to have their streaks. Denver, I'm still not sure of, but they do have talent. Kansas City is going to be Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, They're going to be great on offense, and they're going to be very, very bad on defense. Is that good enough for them to, you know, be able to be the team to beat in the AFC, even the AFC West, for that matter? McLovin, what's the poll question today? Okay, uh, let's start with the AFC. Who is the best team in the AFC? The Buffalo Bills, the Los Angeles Chargers, the Kansas City Chiefs, and then... 
question marks. You put the Cleveland Browns in there. Do you put the Baltimore Ravens in there? Uh, I'm just looking at the best records. Okay, best team now or best team at the end of the year? Who's? Yeah, I guess the question is who's the best team at the end of the year? Who's coming out of the AFC? Who's because the I can say Arizona's the best team right now in the NFC. Do I think they're going to be the best team at the end of the year? No. Uh, you know, the Chargers look good. But I, I, I need a little bit more before. Like the Bills, I expect the Bills to be really good. I expect them to have 12, maybe 13 wins. But are they going to be that team that can win a Super Bowl? Can you, can you win a game? Can you win a game with your defense? Can you win a game when your quarterback is subpar? Like that happens in the playoffs where you just have one of those games and somebody else steps up. Those are the things you're still waiting for. And with young teams, with young quarterbacks, you know, that it, it, gets, it gets a little blurry there. Whereas if you go, okay, Rodgers in a big moment or Brady in a big moment, even Mahomes in a big moment. Like, you'll go, okay, I'm going to lean towards that side. But with these other quarterbacks, you're not quite sure. Kyler Murray in a big moment. Justin Herbert in a big moment. You're not quite sure. Josh Allen, we did see a couple of moments from him. But to get that next step to be able to play in a Super Bowl, you know, that's where it takes a little bit more of a sample size. Also, this is a story that's coming out now, and it's not fair to come out now. And that is, boy, the Dolphins got to look back and regret that they didn't take Justin Herbert. Okay, easy to say that now. If you said that on draft day, all right, you got an argument. I'll listen to you. But to say it now, yeah, Dolphins made a mistake. Justin Herbert looks like the real thing, and the jury is still out on Tua. But to say it now is not fair to the situation. Say it on draft day, shout from the mountaintops, because if you look back, I think the original plan with the Chargers was to sit Justin Herbert his first year. I mean, Tyrod Taylor was going to be a serviceable quarterback until you thought Justin Herbert was ready. I, I was told that by a scout, Herbert's not ready right now. And I, I said, well, what is it that he has to get ready for? What, what's missing here? And the scout said he's not consistent enough. He has everything. He's not consistent enough. And then I watched Hard Knocks, and I saw some of those throws. Now, granted, you're in practice. But I remember when the veterans were stopping to watch him throw. And I went, that's different. Because normally, you, you heard this with the Patriots. Some of the defensive backs said, Mac Jones is one of us. He's not a rookie. After that performance against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. The veterans have to be convinced. And you got that feeling at the time when you were watching him in practice during hard knocks. And he went, that's different. But you got to do it in the game. And keep in mind, when he got the job, when he got his first start, what happened? Hey, uh, Tyrod Taylor got a punctured lung. You're playing. Okay. There was no buildup. Just go in, you play, and then you go, all right, he looked pretty good. But you know, the so-called experts who are now saying, oh, man, what were the Dolphins thinking? Well, I know Detroit was interested in Tua. There are other teams that think Tua Tungavailoa is still a viable NFL quarterback. You know, I, I don't like his arm strength or lack thereof. It always looks like he's really working hard to throw the football. Can he stay healthy? Uh, the Dolphins, I'm told, and, you know, will be told, you know, the same thing for a while is they're interested in Deshaun Watson. 
if you're interested in Deshaun Watson, you're probably not interested in Tua Tonga Vailoa, at least not in the long term. 877 3DP show, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dp show. If you could start your team with one quarterback, and I said you can have Justin Herbert, Kyler Murray, Joe Burrow, and I'll throw in Trevor Lawrence. Now, Trevor Lawrence is supposed to be the next Andrew Luck. And Andrew Luck was supposed to be the next John Elway. I mean, Trevor's a big deal. Um, I don't know about Kyler Murray long-term. That style, but, but I did love him coming out. You know, we get caught up in, oh, he's, he's small. Okay, what does he do well? Like, he didn't get taller. Like, I, we, we make it seem like, you know, Kyler Murray... Yeah, I don't know. He's short, but is he good? Yeah, yeah. Well, he he looks like he's pretty good. I, I don't know if his height is really hurting him, but he didn't get taller where all of a sudden people are going, you know, he could be MVP. Yes, he can be MVP, just like Lamar Jackson, where teams talk themselves out of what he did well. And I said that leading up to the draft, even after. What what do you do well? And is that a, enough to overcome what you don't do well? And it goes back to what I've said before many times on this show. If you looked at Steve Nash at Santa Clara, you never would have drafted him. Why? Skinny little white guy. He can't guard anybody. Can he get his shot? Is he going to hold up for 82 games? Oh, he's a Hall of Famer. Steph Curry. Oh, look at this skinny little guy out of Davidson. Uh, is he going to be able to guard anybody? Can he get his shot off? Can he hold up for 82 games? Nobody looked at what they did well to overshadow what maybe they didn't do well, their shortcomings. And that's the same thing with Kyler Murray. That's the same thing with Lamar Jackson. Justin Herbert wasn't consistent at Oregon. Joe Burrow, was he a one-year wonder? Trevor Lawrence can't miss. See, this is, these are the discussions, the narratives there. And that's why it's always dangerous when you try to handicap. Because you will talk yourself out of somebody more than you will talk yourself into somebody. Plain and simple. Yeah, Paul. A couple stats on Kyler Murray. His rookie year, he was the most sacked quarterback in the league. I think he was sacked uh, 48 times. Last year, down to 27 times. This year, he's on pace to be sacked only 29 times. Last year, also rushing, he ran 133 times, eight attempts a game. He's down to five and a half temp attempts per game this year. Yeah, and I love those numbers. And But I, I will say, when you had Josh Rosen as the quarterback in Arizona, that might be the worst offensive line I've seen in a long, long time. And that's what I worried about with Kyler Murray, is you have one read, you don't have any time, you just pull it down and you run. And, and that makes me nervous. There are certain guys who can and do it, um, you know, Kyler Murray being a baseball player, he and Russell Wilson are very good at sliding. Uh, you got to avoid those hits. But Kyler Murray's probably your leading candidate for MVP. And he's 24. Like Herbert's 23. Josh Allen's 25. Lamar Jackson's 24. Mahomes is old at 26. Trevor Lawrence is only 21. I mean, that, there's, there's the next wave of quarterbacks. And the NFL's in great hands. All right, you're going to settle on poll question, McLevin? We'll yeah. take a break. Bruce Arians? I, I think we have to put up that quarterback poll with all those 25 and under. We'll put the top five guys, 25 and under. 
I'm, I'm curious about the best team in the AFC right now, the Bills, Chargers, Chiefs, Browns, Ravens. I'd probably say it's the Bills. I think they win the poll. Yeah, I do too. Well, you might have recency bias with the Chargers and beating the Chiefs in Kansas City. Chiefs I would not put up there, even though they're the betting favorite in Vegas. The Browns, you know, I have some numbers on Baker Mayfield that if you're a Browns fan would make you at least hesitate a little bit before you sign up that big deal, you know, that you're going to give him $45 million a year. Have that for you uh, coming up. All right. Um, See anything else we need to mention here? I think we've checked all the boxes, Pauline. You got the lottery results. The lottery, seven hundred million. Wait, I thought somebody won Powerball. Yes, last night in California. Oh, well then, what's the results? We didn't win. Oh, I didn't know we were in. I don't think we were. Oh, well, thank you. We, there's almost no chance if you don't play. That's yeah, that's the true. motto of the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take a break here. Bruce Arians, you would think Bruce Arians would not want to talk to the media after talking to the media all week long about Tom Brady, Patriots, everything that went into this. So when Fritzy said, hey, Bruce Arians going to join us, I go, okay. I might have to ask a question about New England. I said the first five questions or so is going to be about Brady versus Belichick, if that's cool. Well, I'm going to script my questions like, you know, you script your plays. So... How about I don't ask him about the game at all? That would be fabulous. Or his quarterback. He'd probably (laughs) love that. All right, we'll take a break. We'll talk to the Buccaneers head coach next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Simply Safe has got something great. This is a great deal. Wireless outdoor security camera right now. And uh, they just launched it. By the way, Simply Safe, the system that U.S. News and World Report names best home security system of 2021. So you have this brand new outdoor security camera engineered with all the advanced technology and security features that you want and need you to help keep your family safe. And uh, Simply Safe is, well, it does everything. Keeps you safe. It's simple to set up. So this camera, ultra wide, 140 degree field of view. You can keep watch over your entire yard. Also, you can uh, watch at night. There's color night vision. Keep an eye on what's going on day and night. Super simple to set up. Uh, Easy to remove, rechargeable battery, doesn't need an outlet, can go anywhere on your property. Simply Safe Home Security System, protecting your outside, protecting every door. Learn more about the exciting new Simply Safe wireless outdoor security camera. SimplySafeDan.com. Simply Safe celebrating the new camera by offering 20% off your entire new system and your first month of monitoring service free when you enroll in interactive monitoring. Again, simplysafedan.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. 
Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, We've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hall of Famer Jim Nance will join us coming up next hour. Check in with the New York Giants, their quarterback, Daniel Jones. We make way for Bruce Arians, head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Coach, good to have you back on. How would you describe the atmosphere there in New England this uh, past Sunday night? Oh, it was definitely a playoff atmosphere, that's for sure. It was uh, it was a little bit surreal, but uh, uh, I thought Tom handled it extremely well. What role do you play in a situation like that? I don't know how many times you've been in a situation where – you have, you know, something like this, a, re- a homecoming, a reunion of sorts, and you're talking to, you know, your quarterback. Yeah, I, I think for us, the whole message all week was, you know, we got to bounce back as a team. Having lost to the Rams, uh, it's a team sport. It just happens to be Tom Brady's return to New England, but we're playing the Patriots. And uh, so we kept that team message all week, and uh, and Tom did a great job of keeping his feelings uh, under control all week and, and uh, 
we didn't play very well, but we won the ball game. Why were you so annoyed with uh, the hype heading into this? Because this is a team sport. You know, Tom Brady didn't win seven championships. The team won them. You know, the the Patriots won them. The he didn't win a championship here last year. The Bucks won the championship. He's the quarterback, but uh, we try to make this thing a, a single man sport too many times. And uh, Bill didn't win all those championships. He coached the team that did. And I think we're losing sight of, uh, of football being a team sport. What did you think of uh, the decision that Belichick was going to go for the field goal and not go for fourth and three? Uh, how, what was your reaction to that in, uh, in real time? I thought, I thought it was a perfect call. I watched Nick Folk knock that thing in with heavier rain and warm-ups from 60. So I was very, very nervous. I, I knew he could make that kick, and I thought it was a perfect call by Bill to do it. See, I was surprised because even if he made it, he's still giving Tom the ball with 55 seconds to go and two timeouts, and I like your odds. Yeah, I, I think for, for, for him and, and for me also, that's time to play defense. And, uh, you know, for our kicker, we'd have to get all the way to the 35. And uh, with two timeouts, it wouldn't be impossible. I would like I like our chances, too. But uh, I want to be winning when that thing – I don't want to lose it on a fourth and three. What do you think of replay? Uh, I love replay. I don't like the interpretations <laughs> of the rules anymore. <laughs> you know, things that were – Things that were something for 100 years aren't the same anymore. We're changing rules uh, every single year that, that have been rules forever. And uh, so, yeah, I love replay. I just cannot stand the interpretation of some rules. I'll say it so you don't get fined. I thought you got screwed. Uh, <laughs> the Jacoby Myers catch, Coach? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. what You know, there's now a third element to a, to a fumble. And I thought a football move was running towards your goal line. So when you catch it, yeah, you, you might bobble it, but then you've got total control for two steps and somebody punches it out from behind. That's a fumble. It always has been a fumble. Now it's not a fumble. So uh, I just throw my hands up anymore. How did we watch football, Coach, back when we were younger when, you know, we didn't worry about what's a catch and ground causing the fumble or a football move? I mean, this it, it feels like they're adding instead of subtracting. Oh, totally. Totally trying to, you know, what is a catch? What's a fumble? Hell, what's a touchdown? Uh, I, I don't know. What, uh, um, you cross the goal, goal line with the ball in control of your hands is a touchdown. But, you know, I, I, I'm not on the competition committee anymore. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not in favor of some of the new rules. I think the taunting thing has gotten out of control already. I don't know what taunting is and isn't, Coach. Yeah, I mean, I think we all know what it is. But it's not – jubilant celebration or a talking a little bit of crap. I mean, uh, it's, it's the it, over the, over the top jumping in somebody's face. But uh, yeah, I mean, we, we've gotten to the, to the point now where we're trying to officiate everything. Do you talk smack during the game? Nonstop. Like, but who are you saying it to? Uh, referees, players. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're saying it to the opposition? If I know the guys, yeah. Like, for instance? Oh, for Richard Sherman. I love, Now that he's on my team, I can't believe it. We, <laughs> we talk more crap against each other for all those years in Arizona <laughs> and, uh, and some of the other guys that, uh, that I know. And, uh, you know, uh, so, yeah, it's a, that's the fun part of it. 
How would you sum up what's going on with your secondary right now? Uh, it's a, it's a hospital ward. I mean, uh, we probably have possibly one starter this week and uh, three guys that got here a month ago. So uh, Todd Bowles will do a hell of a job. He'll have them ready to play. And uh, yeah, injuries are not an excuse in this business. We're talking to Bruce Arians, third season is the Buccaneers head coach. Do you consider Belichick the best NFL coach of all time? I think one of the top three for sure. You know, I've got great respect for Don Shula and Chuck Noll. Uh, and I think Coach Belichick's right there with him. What does he do better than everybody else in the modern game? I think he takes away your strengths, and and he knows your weaknesses, and he tries to take them away too. I mean, he's defensively, um, they've been as hard to go against as anybody that I've gone to in my 27 years. I talked to Carson Palmer yesterday, and he said Tom Brady has seen every kind of defensive front. He's seen all of that, but Belichick still found a way to frustrate him. Uh, did, did you sense that? Yeah, yes and no. I think we, we, played, we played offensively as bad as we could play as, as a group of receivers and, and people doing the right thing and being in the right spacing. Uh, and, and Tom was very, very careful with the ball. But um, they did a great job of taking some things away. But they don't take everything away. And you got to find out which, which one it is. Gronk's injury, uh, ribs now punctured lung. What's uh, what's the outlook? Best case scenario for him? Yeah, the the lungs all cleared up, and uh, so now it's just going to be pain tolerance. And uh, I think there's concern about one of the ribs as far as being displaced. So it's day to day. Take me back to when you were seven and five last year, late November. What happened? Was there anything that you go? I could put my finger on it. That happened, that changed us. Yeah, I think it really was halftime of Atlanta. You know, we, we talked about all the things we wanted to improve upon over an open date. We came out, we beat Minnesota, but then we're 17 nothing, And it was, hey, we got to attack. And we're going to put, I told Byron, all those home runs on that sheet, call them all. Call them in a row. We're attacking. We're not going to stop attacking. And same thing with Todd on defense. We're going to attack. We took that mode and we never stopped it. You know, we started pushing the ball down the field offensively. We started getting after people more on defense and playing to our strengths. And uh, and Tom really played extremely well. Uh, and our team did. Uh, we, we cut the penalties out. We just played really good team football. Can you explain the difference of a spread offense and the West Coast offense? <laughs> the West Coast ones always baffled me because I don't know where that came. I know Bill Walsh's offense, you know, and uh, but uh, people have evolved. The spread, I think, the spread is is the read option to me. You're, you've got four receivers spread out all over the field, and the quarterback's going to read the, the the option part of the run game and the RPO part of it. The college offense uh, that some teams are running now in the NFL, but the West Coast is uh, that was a two back set that no one has anymore. So I don't think there is a West Coast offense out there. There's a lot of the terminology yeah. that, the, that coaches are still using Coach Walsh's terminology, but uh, they're not running the West Coast. Do you sample from college? Uh, for us, it's what, what do your players, what, what abilities do they have? How can we maximize their talent and um, just put the plays in it that work for them? Uh, if there was an open draft, and I give you the first pick 
of all these quarterbacks under age 26. Hypothetical. So I, I got Justin Herbert, Kyler Murray, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Mar Jackson, Patrick. I'll t- let me take Mahomes out of this. Trevor Lawrence. Uh, probably Justin Herbert right now. He's playing as good as anybody, and, and you know he's got he's got the all the measurables of of what great quarterbacks have always had. You know he's got the height, the arm, the speed, uh, the size, and. Um, so I don't know if anybody's playing any better than him right now, even Patrick. But also, Coach, you know this. One thing, one thing for sure is that there for about eight years, we went through a flux of no quarterbacks coming out of college. And now with all the passing leagues in high school and all, you're getting the quality of quarterback play coming out of college now is way better than it has been. I mentioned this about 20 minutes ago. It feels like the NFL experts will talk themselves out of somebody. Like Lamar Jackson, well, he can't do this. Kyler Murray, he's too short. And, and that's dangerous. The analogy I also made was like Steph Curry. If you saw him in college, you go, he can't play in the NBA. Or Steve Nash, he can't play in the NBA. Why is it that we talk ourselves out of something instead of looking at the positives to say this is what they they do so well that overshadows that? Yeah, I, I think that's the world today. You know what I mean, Dan? I mean, uh, everything's negative. You know, everything. Let's find the negative part of it and not the positive part of it. And uh, for me, I've always coached the way that everybody's got a talent. Now let's let's make sure that uh, we build those strengths and and maximum. You know ensures weaknesses get better too but let's build on the strength everybody's got a how many hats you got oh my wife gets pissed every day because there's a stack on this drawer there's a stack she put the damn things away somewhere i got a drawer full i don't have any more room in the drawer are you superstitious uh i swear i'm not but i am If you win with, if you lose with a hat, like the the hat you wore with the Rams, do you get rid of that? Oh, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> How about the Super Bowl hat? Uh, it's it's up on the shelf by itself. Oh yeah, I, yeah, I would I would put. I'm surprised Hall of Fame didn't ask for that. Uh, they actually did. They got they got uh, the whole thing, the shirt, the hat, everything. And uh, I really wanted to keep it, but I'd rather have it there. Hey, great to talk to you, Coach, and uh, good luck against the Dolphins this Sunday. We appreciate your time as always. Oh, you bet, Dan. Always a friend. That's uh, Bruce Arians, of course, uh, Super Bowl champ. He was an assistant with the Steelers and uh, won a couple of Super Bowls there as well. Yes, Paul? The guys over on the side of the glass say the same thing every time we have Coach Arians on. I could see why you'd want to play for him just by your conversation with him. Yeah, I think there's that vibe that, hey, I might get on your rear end. But at the end of the day, we're going to have some fun. And uh, I, I was curious about that 7-5 and five record, what happened, and the fact that he said, let's be aggressive on both sides of the ball. And that changed that team. They didn't lose. And uh, hadn't lost until they lost to the Rams. All right, we'll uh, settle on our poll question, McLovin. We have the best AFC team, Bills, Browns, Ravens, Chiefs or Chargers? Okay, that's the poll question. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. We have a solution for the one-game playoff in the postseason. Paulie does. Yes, McLevin. You want to distance yourself from this, I I think. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's why I said Paulie has it. Yeah. This is not something we discussed prior to the show. If we could just stop using the term we. Yeah. You 
You, Paulie. It's a suggestion. Okay. Instead right. of a one-game playoff. Right. Now, the, the fault of the one-game playoff is you're not getting a, a representation of what that team's all about. The pitching staff, whatever, whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. How about a doubleheader? And you aggregate the score of the doubleheader. So, it like kind of like soccer. Soccer does that, right, Seton, where they have big-time matchups? Yeah, an aggregate. Yeah, even Seton doesn't like this. But you you play a doubleheader. You get to start a couple pitchers. You play two full games, and the the combined you know the aggregate score moves on. It's a doubleheader. It's still done in one day. Yeah. Yeah, Seton. If only there was say an entire season leading up to those couple of games that allowed people to prove their value, and and then that would determine their standings. Sounds sarcastic. Yes, it did. Yes, McLeod. <laughs> so the game starts at 8 o'clock tonight. Uh, the, ET, the estimated ETA to end is 1.45 a.m. in the morning. That's, <laughs> That's when not st- true. I will bet you, I'll bet you anything that goes in tomorrow. I'll bet anybody here. Well, no, it'll go four hours. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it, it might go deep tonight. That's okay. what they're saying with the pitching changes. That okay. 1 a.m. is a not unrealistic. So I can play a doubleheader. Well, you would start during the day. They Even don't so, play they, doubleheaders at night. It's just too much baseball. You could play in the afternoon. You could have a one o'clock start. Ends around 6.35 p.m. <laughs> and then turn around and then you'd have eight o'clock. No, I don't want the doubleheader. It's just there's there's this outcry because of the quality of teams that the Dodgers win 106 games and baseball's not being fair. Well, you had an entire season to win the division. We didn't know the Giants were going to be this good, but now it's one game. Well, the reason why it's a crime against humanity is because it's the Dodgers, it's you know the Cardinals, it's the Yankees, and it's the Red Sox. Say it before this happens. Say it at the start of next season. Because, once again, if Tampa was playing Toronto, no one would be saying, oh, we're not being fair to them. you got to have a three-game series. It's the Red Sox and the Yankees, and it's one game. Like it or not, it's one game. These were the rules. This was the format prior to the start of the season. Yes, Todd. I do like the idea of a doubleheader, not the aggregate total runs part. And then if they split the doubleheader, then no. you got the one-game playoff the next day. No. No. <laughs> You're just delaying it. <laughs> At least both, team, both teams had a chance to sweep the doubleheader to really prove they deserve to move on. Let's take a break. We got our play of the day coming up next, <laughs> and we'll get to uh, more phone calls. Not necessarily phone calls on this topic of Paulie with the aggregate score, unless you have a better idea. Everybody seems to have a better idea. But, oh, you can't, they got to play three games. Okay. Why? Would, would I love to see three games? Sure. But you can't go, oh, these are the teams. you got to play three games. It's, we want to see these teams play. Take a break. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, my God. The play. The play is called play. Of the day. Runner left side, got it! I'm going to play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Going to hand it to Eckler. Eckler has a hold of the five inside the one. Touchdown, Chargers. 
11 yards for Austin Eckler. He matches his one through the air with one on the ground. That's courtesy of the Chargers Radio Network, KYSR 98.7. Eckler finished with 117 yards rushing. That's most by a Charger since week six of 2018. That's a span of 46 games. Melvin Gordon rushed for 132 versus the Browns that weekend. That's your play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by M-Drive. Compete against the younger guys with M-Drive, the supplement for driven guys that supports healthy testosterone levels and boost energy. Visit mdrivedan.com. Free shipping, 60-day guarantee. Don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M-Drive. We have a new game to play today. That uh, game is how much will Joey Bosa have to pay the league after he had these comments post-game last night? I didn't even know they called the penalty on me because I was fuming, but refs are blind. Simple. I'm sorry, but you're blind. Open your eyes and do your job. It's so bad. It's unbelievable. Look at the play. Sack, game over, 15 yards. It's a big deal. Obviously, that's on me. I should never lose my control like that, but these guys have got to do a better job because it's been years of terrible, terrible missed calls left and right. It's uh, really pathetic, honestly, but pathetic on me, too, for for doing what I did. Call or not, I have to take a step back and just go to the next play. But, man, they just seem to not have their eyes open half the time. Okay. Uh, let's play the game. How much is Joey Bosa fined? Yes, Paul. I have a question before we get to the game. Okay. <laughs> um, if you read it, it sounds like he's really laying into the officials in the NFL. But if you said Joey Bosa goes on rant, he sounds like a high surfer. He doesn't seem very angry. Does that mitigate the fine? They so demure. Well, I don't know if it's the tone that I think it has to do with what are you saying in that tone? Because you can be like, you know, I just want to say um, those officials are horrible. They really, really are. Like like, like you could have uh, Jim Parsons from the Big Bang Theory. Like, you know, Sheldon would be like, you know, um, yeah, I just thought that they were uh, they were really crappy. I really did. <laughs> Like, I don't think tone matters here. Yeah, I mean, what are you guys, blind out yeah, there? Yeah, huh? come on. Those guys, uh, they, 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 they can't see. Yes, McLovin? This is an investment for Joey Bosa. He's trying to get the next holding call. So uh, what is it, 150000 Okay. Probably gets paid X number of million. So he's working the refs like Phil Jackson in the finals. Wait, you're going with $150,000? Oh, I, I guess. Actually, I don't know what you usually get for this. One, yeah, I'll go one fifty. Okay, let me uh, let me start with you, Todd. I was initially going to say twenty five thousand, but because of his tone and because he was self deprecating and blamed himself too for part of it, I'm going to take five off of it. I'm going to say an even twenty thousand dollars. Okay, twenty grand. McLovin is gone uh, one fifty, but now that he says twenty, I, <laughs> I might have way gone overboard. Okay, maybe it's somewhere in between. If you go over, then you're eliminated. Just letting you know. Oh, uh, if you go over, yes, you're eliminated. Yes. Yes. Seton O'Connor, how much is Joey Bosa fined for those comments? Well, with that new caveat of going over, I'm going to say $10,000. Yeah, okay. Polyester? $12,000. $12,000. New rules. $12,000. Yeah. $12,500. Mm, mm, mm. Um, let's see. I'm going to do... Twenty thousand and one dollar. Oh, yeah. Roasted. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> we should find out in a few hours there. So I've got twenty thousand and one dollar all the way up to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. 
So I, I have a little bit of room there if uh, Joey gets fined, what he gets fined. Yes, McLovin. Yeah, I was way overboard, but this guy is making hundreds of millions of dollars. What does he care about 20000 This is a nothing, right? Yeah, it's nothing, but I, I don't know. Like, I don't think that they fine you in accordance to how bad you were, how critical you were. It's, did you, did you uh, criticize the officials? Okay, that's going to cost you. I don't think they have a, uh, like a, a sliding scale that says, oh my God, he called them blind. $50,000. Yeah, Paul. Joey Bosa has been fined before last year for a low hit on Cam Newton. Mm. He was fined 15000 for roughing the passer. Mm. Which is worse, roughing the passer or roughing the officials? Mm, roughing the officials. Mm. Yes, absolutely. Yes, Todd. I looked at some recent stories that suggest that a couple of coaches, including Mike Tomlin, for criticizing officials get 25000 I don't know if that's a standard thing. Baker Mayfield uh, got 12500 for criticizing officials. So I wonder where that will, uh, how that will factor into our little game here. All right. Well, thank you, Todd. You're welcome. Uh, a couple of phone calls here. We will hear from Urban Meyer from yesterday, and I'm not sure how we advance this other than the owner, Shad Khan, you know, his, his opinion matters the most here. Um, well, aside from Urban's wife, but, uh, you know, that, that's for them to discuss. I'm talking the football side of this with what happened with Urban Meyer back in Columbus at his steakhouse. And sitting at the bar, and there's a woman who is, for the lack of better description, grinding on him. And uh, Urban had this to say yesterday at his press conference. I just apologize to the team and staff and uh, for being a distraction. is stupid. Uh, and so I explained everything that happened and owned it. And, you know, just stupid. Uh, should not have myself in that kind of position. He also followed up by saying this. I spoke to a bunch of leaders one-on-one, spoke to all the players. They're good. They were focused on Tennessee, and I apologized again for being a distraction. And a uh, coach should not be a distraction. I just care about what the owner has to say. I don't know if the players are going to play differently, react to this, uh, but it, it feels like the owner, you know, you've, you've given Urban Meyer a great opportunity here. And, um, you know, he didn't fly back with the players. Now, that might seem odd, but he's also back in Columbus where I believe he was seeing family, grandkids, and, you know, he probably said to his owner, hey, you know, it's following a Thursday night game. I'd love to be able to see my family. And, you know, we're going to give the guys uh, a day off or two days off, and then I'll be back down to Jacksonville. I'm guessing, you know, people were like, oh, he didn't fly home with the team. No, because his family is in Columbus, so... He went from Cincinnati up to Columbus, which is going to take you probably less than two hours to get up there and be able to see his grandkids. He went out to the bar. Um, people took videos, had a couple of different angles of what was going on at the bar. But throughout his press conference, he had his head down. Like he wasn't, he was speaking really to the podium. Um, and you wonder if he's the Ohio State coach. Does this happen in Columbus? Not that that makes it, you know, any better. I'm just saying that here he is where he used to run Columbus in his steakhouse. And is somebody going to put out a video of that? This is Urban Meyer, even though he had Ohio State gear on. This is Urban Meyer who used to be your football coach. And now you're the head coach in Jacksonville. Yeah, McLovin. Is this a convenient way, a time to maybe part ways early before things 
spin out because the football team hasn't looked good. I guess it's always possible, but I, I'm that seems really, really reactionary. Now, do I have my doubts about Urban Meyer as an NFL head coach? Yes, I do. But that was from the outset, not because of this. I think he's made some poor decisions. This is another poor decision. This is off the field. But what he had to say yesterday, you know, obviously very contrite. Yeah, Paul. I've got the menu at the restaurant, Urban Meyer's Pint House in Dublin, Ohio. And mm. it's, uh, it's a lovely restaurant. Uh, black and mahi tacos, mm. a pound of wings for $15, Dan. A pound. Yeah, pound. Yeah, they give you a whole pound of wings, mm. whatever that is. No. Todd? Uh, no, <laughs> I, no. Well, I was just going to say they're known for their grinders. That's uh, all I was going to say. Is that see, the, I, I, I just, but if we were playing match game, the old game show, that would be the winner. Everyone would have that, of course. The dry rubbed. All six, all six celebs would go. I went with grinder. You know it's going to happen. Everybody, did. I, I, I didn't think it was. Now, we thought it. I just didn't think. All righty. Jim Nance, the Hall of Famer, is going to join it's us. It's not as funny up. if you say sub or hero. So how do you? <laughs> One out on the books, two more to go, I think. One more item as we close out first hour. It's rockauto.com, founded back in 1999 by automotive engineers. Family-run business, two goals in mind. They want to give you direct access to all the parts information hidden in the computers and catalogs behind the store counter. And second, making those parts affordable by offering reliably low prices. Rockauto.com has the correct parts for vehicles of all ages. A vehicle that turns the engine off at every stoplight. Or has the battery installed in the trunk needs a modern AGM battery, like those rockauto.com sells and yes even the car batteries delivered right to your door which means you're not wasting time and money hunting for the parts phoning driving waiting in lines go to rockauto.com today make sure you tell them we sent you right dan patrick in the how did you hear about us box so they know that you listen to the show all the parts your car or truck will ever need at rockauto.com low prices and giving you the information behind the parts store counter rockauto.com and tell them we sent you If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.